Good morning, good morning, good morning. What are they? What are they? What are they? I love life. I love life. I love life. <laughs> it is currently 9:20 a.m. My friends, do you want to wake up with this sort of energy? Do you want to wake up every every single day and say, "I love life. I'm excited for the day. I'm excited for the day." It's gonna be today an amazing day. I'm gonna teach you today something very important. A person has to know his worth. The title of the podcast is going to be Knowing Your Worth and Climbing Back Up After You Fall, After You Fail. Raboisai, we need more compassion with ourselves. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We need more compassion and empathy with ourselves. Abraham Avinu is the clear demonstration and example that you can be alone in this world and still have a connection with Hashem and everything can be okay. What does that mean? It means that you need nobody in your life. All you need is a connection with Hashem. That's it. All you need is Hashem. If you have a friend that is, is, is not bringing out the best in you, and you're being their friend because of circumstance, cut them off. If you have a person in your life that's unhealthy, that's toxic, that you send snaps to them, and they want to damage you, damage you with relations that are improper, cut them off. If you have a certain position and the boss is not nice to you, leave the job. Hello? You have to invest in yourself, in your greater self. I had a conversation with a friend of mine last night and I told him, I'm not going to say his name, but I told him, you know, if you had on the one side of the scale, you, because he claimed that all he needed for a girl to accept and be with him was a golden heart. Baruch Hashem, he has someone, he's going to get engaged soon. But I told him because his financial situation is, is not the best. Like it's like, like. What, what, like pick a number in your mind, a low number, and it's probably lower than that. That's like his liquidated net worth, okay? And I told him, you have one side of the skill, you, and you bring to the table your heart and your financial capabilities. And on the other side of the skill, you have, let's say, Joe. Joe Schmo. Uh, the guy makes $300,000 a year. He has a big company, but he doesn't have a heart like yours. I won't even go out and, and stretch and say that he's you know, a Rasha or something. Let's just say that this guy is just not, not the same heart. He doesn't bring the same to the table. He's, he, ha- he has different tendencies and doesn't know how to treat a, wo- treat a woman right. And by the way, when we say golden heart, we refer specifically to we're going to make the woman the queen. Because I don't know about what I can promise or what anyone can promise, but my friends that I'm close to, we can all promise the girl that we're going to marry that she's not be, she's going to feel like a queen every single day. The size of the house, uh, you know, 20 cars. We don't know about that. But we're, we're going to make sure that you're happy. And that's, what's, that's really what's most important. And he demonstrated to me this important lesson by our conversation last night. And I told him, what would, I told him if you were a girl, what would you pick, yourself or the guy? And he said, I'll pick myself 100%. I said, why? And he said, because I know how to treat a woman. And, I, and any, any real girl wants that. Any real girl, real girl. A real girl is not going to care about looking at your money first or looking at the size of your house first or looking at anything else besides who you are first. Any real girl that's looking for real love and that's looking for a best friend, a companion, someone to build a life with, yes, of course, you have to have the same 
sorts of religious values and values for the future because or else it just won't simply work. But any girl who, who simply is in love with who you are as a person and vice versa, it doesn't matter how much money there is in the bank account. Just the mere fact that she gives you that confidence every morning, it's a sure shot to success. And a person has to know what that worth is. Because chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you have that worth inside of you. You're not just attracted to my content. I know full-fledged what my heart is worth. I know full-fledged that any girl that marries me is going to be a queen. And it's not, it's not gava or egotistical to say that. It's just straight up what it is. It's straight up what it is. When you work on yourself for a long time, you just have a really good character. And whoever gets to, to, to marry that is going to be very happy. And, and there's many, many of my friends are like that. And if you're attracted to my content, that means that you're also like that. So you have to know your worth, Sadiq. It doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter how much money you have or what, and it doesn't, no, no, it doesn't make a difference. I have a mentor of mine and I'm not going to say any details about him because if I say one detail, people are going to know who I'm talking about and I'd rather keep people under the radar when I talk about things from my own personal life. But Baruch Hashem, I live with very inspiring people and they teach me a lot. He told me that he was once a million dollars below zero when he was 20 years ago, let's say. A million dollars below zero in debt. I don't even know if you know how hard it is to climb out of that. And he was even thinking about filing for bankruptcy. Baruch Hashem, he didn't. He, he climbed his way out. But a million dollars below zero. He came home and he told his wife the news. And she told him the following. He told me that he told her, that she told him, Honey, can we still afford to put the kids in yeshiva? So they're not going to have to go to public school. He said, yes. Honey, can, I still, can you still afford to put food on the table every day so our, our children won't starve? Yes. Honey, then you have nothing to worry about. If our kids can stay in yeshiva and you can afford to keep the food on the table, then I'm, I'm happy. I don't care if we lose the car. I don't care if I have to walk everywhere. I don't care if you can't buy me nice things. I'm happy. And that gave him the confidence and the security to go out and to climb himself up out of that one million below zero debt. And to, and to this day, the man owns buildings. Owns buildings, climbed out of the debt, and everything was fine. Why? Why? How is that possible? Because when you marry the right girl... The girl that's not interested in everything else outside of you, she's interested in who you are and your heart and your efforts and what you're trying to do, not what you did. Because the girl understands that the outcome is not in your hands. If the man is doing his best and he has, he has some sort of, sort of a normal plan to succeed in his life and nothing else matters. If you marry this girl, then she, she'll give you the confidence to go out every day and to be a warrior. Because you don't have pressure on your shoulders coming home and telling you that if you, don't, if you can't buy me a Louis Vuitton bag and afford to keep up with my Bentley or Mercedes, I'm going to divorce you and go, so, go to someone else who's successful in business. That's not a real relationship. It says in the Torah, straight up, love that's dependent or contingent on something else is not real love. And this all brings us to the topic of the podcast. A person needs to know his worth. If you, if you wake up in the morning and you don't go to a minyan, at least put on tefillin in your room. Just because you wake up, you know, you had a bad night, a bad week, a bad month, things are happening. 
to you well really they're happening for you and really you didn't have a bad month or a bad week or a bad day you just had a perception of a bad day everything is happening for you not to you but let's say you're in the wrong perspective and you think it's happening to you and you don't want to go to minyan you resent you have resentment towards hashem you know put feeling in the room and say hashem i'm gonna try again tomorrow and let's say the day goes by and you wake up and you still don't put and you still and you, go, you don't go to minyan again. Allah, it's not the end of the world. Put feeling in the room, say shema, and say Hashem, I want to go tomorrow. What do you, what do you think you're building over here? You you think you have expectations? Uh, well, you do have expectations to be great, but you think if you fall short of them that you're you're a failure. It takes away from your value. I used to be, and I still am till this day. I'm trying to work on it and to be more compassionate with myself. But hello, I used to think that if I missed a shiur or if I didn't go to a minyan, that's it, my value is over, it takes away from my value, I'm a amaaretz, I can't get a good girl now. Whoa, chill. It's okay to miss a shiur. Did I have in my head when I woke up in the morning that I wanted to go to that shachrit or that I wanted to go to that? Yes, of course. Sometimes you wake up, you're tired, you oversleep, you need an extra hour. It happens. It happens. <laughs> but I have no question in my mind that when I'm, when I'm going to get to 30, 40, 50, I'm going to be consistent every single day. It's, it's, it's the hardest time to be... When I was in yeshiva, I didn't miss a minyan. I was like a clock, but that's because I'm in yeshiva. When you're in the real world, things happen. You know, you miss here or there. But... Obviously, I need to work on myself. I need to get to a place where I'm consistent and I don't miss a minyan. And that's just the honest to God truth. But if you're going to beat yourself up every single time you fail in something, how are you going to, how are you going to, you know? And, and it's, the same, it's the same type of mentality for any sort of a quote-unquote setback. And the biggest one for men is Shmerat Abrit. The guy away seed, he watches porn, he's hooking up with a girl. Hello, like... This, this is the worst type of a sin you can do because it leads you to addiction. It leads you to walking around with guilt and shame all day. And it's an escape from reality. And newsflash, it's not, it's not that great. It's, it's, not, it's not that worth it. You know, the, the sweetness of Torah is a lot better than the sweetness that your mind gets from watching whatever you watch or doing whatever you do. Closeness to Hashem. Kirvat Elohim Litov. You want to wake up in the morning and say, I, I love life, I can't wait for the day. You have to work on, you have to work on debris because that, that, that distances you from your creator. And that's just the reality of the situation. Your happiness won't be dependent on debris. Your happiness won't be dependent on anything besides your mindset. But some things that we do, they, they either attribute to our happy overall happiness and they attribute to our overall growth or they don't. But... The idea of the podcast is to, is to accept yourself as you are. I cannot give you an independent advice on this podcast message because I'm simply not speaking to an independent person. I'm speaking to a global audience. But what I can say is that despite what we go through, we all have our luggages and we all have our suitcases that we carry. Our, our difficult upbringings, our amazing upbringings, our whatever situations, different sets of strengths and weaknesses, different strengths of talents, different set, sets of wisdoms. We're all different listening here together. Am Yisrael. But the beauty of it is that the Torah is made for everyone. And the beauty of it is that a practical advice could be used for everyone. Think about how beautiful that is. Pause one second. Thank you, Hashem. That, that's, that's the beauty of it. 
The beauty of it is that it's very practical advice and everybody with your situation, be kinder to yourself. Know your worth. Your worth is who you are, your interests, your hobbies, your passions. That's what makes you you. And there's another person out there that's looking for that other, for, for that, for you. Just, just, just for that, for nothing more. In communities with such tight, you know, boxes and mindsets and things, it, it really does exist out there. Real love is possible to find. Real love for your creator, it's possible to develop. But we need to understand that if we make a mistake or if we fall or if we've been falling or simply if we have no interest in going to learn, that's fine. It's okay to feel how you feel. Your feelings are valid, 100%. But talk about them, express them, open them up. Don't just live life without confronting who you are. Confront who you are, realize what's holding you back, realize who you are, and now it's time to grow. When you confront yourself and recognize who you are and what your overall picture is, now you're able to construct a plan in order to improve that picture, to improve that. Sometimes when you work on yourself, I'll, I'll give you a personal example. I worked on myself for a long time and sometimes I don't even realize how much I've changed because people actually point it out to me. They say, wow, Jonathan, you know that thing you used to do, you really changed, you became better, you really changed. And I had, a, I had happens to be, it's funny that, that it, it connects, but I, last night I had a crazy dream. You should know, I never dream about anything. When I sleep, I knock out like a light. It's pure blackness, I just knock out. Because I'm always so tired at the end of the day because of how much that I do. But when I sleep, I knock out, I wake up and I start my day. But as it happens to be last night, I had a dream of the dreams. What was the dream? I had a dream where I saw what my life would look like if I didn't choose my path. Basically like, like a different universe. And I saw in the dream the people that I disconnected from and, the, and where they are now and what I would be like if I was still with them. And I woke up with such a feeling of, oh my God, thank you Hashem, oh my God, I'm so happy that I am where I am and all of a sudden all of my problems, I woke up this morning feeling like all of my problems, they're really blessings, oh my, I thank God I have this problem. You know where I would have been if I went down that path? So... Even though me personally, I may not always be hitting all of my goals, but I'm trying to hit them. I may not always be three minyanim a day, crying for tikkun chatzot, and being in shiur, deep in the gemara. I may not always be doing that. But do I want it more than anything? Yes. Am I striving to build it up as a part of my schedule every single day? Yes, I am, genuinely. And that's the effort. And Hashem sees the effort. And that dream that I had was like, I want you all to just try to imagine that, to close your eyes and to imagine that. And don't close your eyes if you're driving. Just try to envision where would you be if you, if you weren't trying to grow and come closer to Hashem. Where would you be today? Just with the, with the most like disgusting people and the whole, just a different life and people running after just desires and material. Ugh, ew, ugh. Where's the, where's, the everlasting, where's the everlasting goodness in that? It's just desire after desire after desire, and it's just a life. When I say desire, I'm not just referring to a, 
uh, in, uh, uh, a promiscuous desire. I'm referring to try chasing after money and chasing after things instead of chasing after meaning and chasing after purpose. Just a whole different, a whole different brain, a whole different setup, a whole different wiring. Ach, Kirat Elohim, Li Tov, David Amelech said, someone that is. That his, that his brothers despised him and he was broke and his father-in-law was a king that tried to kill him. All of these problems David HaMelech went through. But open the Tehillim, read a little bit about what he experienced, about what he grow, what he grew through and try to now come and complain. Every problem that you have in your life is a solution. It's an opportunity for you to grow, to not escape, but rather to see where can I make my life better. And it's not even a problem. My dream showed me last night that everything that I'm complaining about is a blessing. Thank God I have this problem. This is amazing. This is so much, so much good, so much blessing, so much bracha. And even though I'm 23, I sometimes expect that I should be doing more and have more and this, but it's not true. It's not true. I am exactly where I need to be. I sometimes tell my rabbi, you know, rabbi, I have the brain that could run, like, like I'm, I'm not trying to, but I, I, I believe that I'm a very capable person. I believe I'm capable of a lot. And, and I believe that I have a brain that could be the president of the United States or be a very big gadol batorah. And I sometimes say, like, I got to be doing more. I got to be doing more. And then he reminds me. You're exactly where you need to be. You just need to maximize what already is in your life and then allow Hashem to give you more. Allow Hashem to give you more. Rabbi Victor Miller, he one time announced in his shul that he wants to teach someone the Aleph Bet. Now, I don't know about you, but if I was there, I would jump at the opportunity. Even if I already know Aleph Bet, like Rabbi Victor Miller, Dolador, Kodesh Kodeshim, he's offering you to learn Aleph Bet with him. That's amazing. And why did he do that? Because he knew the power of changing just one person's life. And that's what he invested in and that what made him great. Uh, Victor Miller's shiur every week had 40, 50 people on Thursday nights. He didn't have packed doors, sold out tickets. No, he had a consistent class, 40, 50 people, recorded all the tapes, but he knew the power of investing in the people. He knew that. Today, he has tons of sfarim and he's famous, but during his time, he didn't say, why am I not this? Why am I not that? He took what Hashem gave him, his little shul in Brooklyn, it wasn't so fancy, and he just maximized it to what it was worth. And he utilized it. And that's why he became Rava Victor Miller. It doesn't always have to be with the spotlight and the cameras and the highlights. No. Sometimes just utilize what you have to perfection, even though no one's looking because Hashem is looking and Hashem wants you to do that in that moment. So back to the story. Two people signed up to learn out of bet with him out of everyone. One of them became a big, big rabbi. I think he lives in Canada and he's responsible for being thousands upon thousands of people. And the other one became also a very successful outreach um, person, very successful in Kiruv and spreading Torah and etc. What does this teach you? That sometimes you have to invest in just one person. It doesn't always have to be a big, massive shiur and a big, massive crowd. I try, I, I try to put in my head that even if I'm talking to one kid, one kid, one, just one, two, three, who cares? Enough to be 50 or always such a big... I'm talking to one kid, give him your attention, Jonathan. Because you have in your brain information 
and and the ability to speak and you could change this kid's life you can make him more tzitzi put on tefillin come closer to hashem stop drinking off and the kid can have a lot better of a life just based off one conversation so any person that you talk to give them the time and give them your heart you're worried that you're not making enough money but you're doing your best don't worry because you have exactly what hashem needs you to have you have every single day the shabi tachan promises you're going to have food drink shelter etc I'm not promising you that you're going to have a BMW or a Mercedes. And I'm not telling you it's bad to have one either. But some people are meant to have this and some people are meant to have that. And you have to accept your life for what it is. And never to ever think that he has this or he has that. Sometimes we think that the grass is greener on the other side. But really they're looking at you and saying, I wish I had that person's life. Accept your life for what it is. Know your worth. And stop comparing yourself to other people. Look for real love. And understand that the best thing for you in your life right now is to be exactly where you're at, but to just be the best at it. And to know that the closeness to Hashem is going to be good for you. I love you all and have a great day. Be'ezrat Hashem, we should all continue to grow and to come closer to Hashem. And if you're not married, you should get married this year. And if you're struggling with anything, you should Be'ezrat Hashem come out of it. And if you are married, you should have the best Shalom Bayit. Treat your wife with respect and everything will be good. Because the wife is the source of all blessing. And the man, you gotta learn a lot of Torah and come close to Hashem. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna just completely destroy the Yetzirah and make you a great person. Have a great day.